This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hey everyone, welcome back to another quickie. So this week, I'm really excited to dive into a topic I've been excited to cover with you guys, and it's about good sex. I think, especially right now, a lot of our wellness routines have kind of been thrown up in the air. And I think also when we talk about the concept of sexual wellness, I think it kind of can leave people feeling like there's a lot of question marks there. Like what really is a sexual wellness routine and how do we implement one into our lives that seems to work with us in the way that we want to work and operate in the world. And as you'll hear me mention on the podcast time and time again, I strongly believe that we really learn best from the routines and practices of the people around us. I think most simply as kids, we really mimic our parents and our teachers and our classmates. And then as we get older, we tend to get a little bit more choosy about why and with whom and how we walk through the world based on the experiences around us. And I remember when it came down to sex and intimacy, I remember feeling like I didn't have any of the right resources or go-to mentors around me. And I felt like I really wished people would just talk about sex in the same way that they would talk about their skincare routines. I really wondered why we questioned and kept all of these things so secretive. And I wanted to know the secrets and the advice from the experts and really the tried and true rituals of everyday individuals. And so when Bedside came to life, it really was on a mission to revolutionize and really bring to life one of the most authentic spaces I believe exists in our homes, which is our bedside tables, and really to talk about the things that we only wanted to talk about behind closed doors, specifically with our OBGYNs, our practitioners, and amongst close friends. And the reason why I chose the name bedside and really built a concept off of it is because our bedside tables say everything about us. It tells us what we value. It tells us how we wind down and how we prioritize our pleasure. And I think one of my favorite parts about a bedside table or a nightstand is really that they're kind of an afterthought. When you walk into somebody's space, it's not a focal point. And I love this because it really tells us so much about an individual's behavior and their authenticity. And I honestly find them to be really intimate and insightful and honestly, at times really humorous because they're pretty random, but they're truly 100% us. And I kind of compare it to the likes of dumping out the contents of your purse and seeing what's in there or rustling through your best friend's bathroom vanity, but it's honestly even better. So while we cover this topic in all of our guest interviews, I realized that I never really, number one, shared my 
own sexual wellness rituals and the bedside essentials that I have, but I also feel like we kind of just jumped into the topic of sexual wellness without actually asking about why it exists and how we can really integrate a concept like that into our lives in a practical yet 100% integrated way. The practices that I have around my sexual wellness are really not only just to walk the talk that we do on the podcast here, but it's really to serve my joy and a critical part of my well-being. And I think the same thing for you too. When we can build a practice around the way that our energy, our desire, our authenticity and our joy works, it's really when we can create a beautiful connection with who we are and then it translates into everything outside, whether it's how you show up in the bedroom with a partner or how you show up to work or how you show up to your community or your closest friends. And I really see it as this integral route to just how we become these amazing people that we are in the world. So I thought, why not go ahead and share with you guys my five top sexual wellness essentials because I think it'll help paint a really good picture for you. But also, I love to share these sorts of things because I think if you can pull any sort of ideas or takeaways from it, it's only going to help you to build a really strong system around you. So I'm going to share with you my top five sexual wellness essentials. And yes, they're definitely integrated into this new normal kind of COVID edition, if you will. I'm excited here too, because I'm not going to lie, my rituals are really, really good. But I'm not saying that because they're the quote unquote ideal routine. I'm really saying it because I've tweaked and adjusted and evolved my routine over time. Sometimes it differs day to day and it fits my unique needs. And, you know, I could really share for days all about these fun practices, but if anything, I really hope this inspires you and I hope it allows you to visit some of the practices that bring you joy yourself. So, Without further ado, let's go into my top five sexual wellness essentials. So my first tip is to have a pleasure practice. And this is absolutely integral to how I just stay well throughout the day. A pleasure practice, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is something that I have talked about a lot on Bedside before. And it's really a concept of how we can bring some type of pleasure into the day every single day. And it really becomes an important question that I've made a habit of asking myself. And I've really, truly noticed the changes within my neural pathways lean toward this question in some type of way every day. And it really doesn't have to be anything complex. It can run the gamut from how can I bring in self-pleasure into my day today? How can I incorporate masturbation? How can I incorporate movement or eating really good food? 
food and nourishing my body or how can I tap into the relationships that I'm in, the friendship dynamics that I'm in to really feel nourished from the inside out. And I think once you really train this muscle, if you will, it becomes a life practice of figuring out how you can bring more joy into the everyday. This is so important because it truly is what brings me life. It it makes me feel like I'm living. And I think especially in a world that has become more isolated, it's become a really important question that I ask myself. And I love this too because it changes every day. Sometimes I just really need to emphasize my movement. Other times I really need to emphasize my rest or the way that I practice my own spirituality or relationship with another person important in my life who I want to catch up with. So I find it to be something that is super malleable day to day. Aside from a pleasure practice, number two is that I do not hesitate. I do not hesitate around physical or mental health. It's a big deal for me. And this has kind of become a non-negotiable in my life. I really prioritize moving my body in some way. And I'm not talking about a crazy workout. I'm really talking about connecting to my body in some way. And sometimes it can be really rigorous and other times it's just really tapping into myself and just checking where I'm at. This is very much linked to my pleasure practice as well. But I find that when we sometimes get stuck or we become uncertain, that sometimes connecting to our physical body, connecting to our movement, actually getting those feel-good chemicals, those endorphins going is really serving to my well-being. I also think that when it comes to our physical health. Um, This ties a lot into just my sexual health. I make sure that I am going to my practitioners if something's wrong. I make sure to get my annual visits at the OBGYN to get any sort of testing done for STDs and STIs. It's very important in just how I operate for me to feel like I am on top of that because when I don't feel good physically, everything else just kind of falls apart and vice versa. If I don't feel good mentally, I'll physically also not feel like I'm showing up for myself. So this is so important. And then, of course, mental health ties into this really importantly as well. And I think, you know, especially right now, everybody is going through a lot right now. Um, And I just want to be really, really empathetic to that right now. If you're someone who has just been having a really hard time going through isolation, dealing with COVID, just struggling with your mental health, I hear you. I see you. And I think it's so important that we seek people, friendships, practitioners, healers around us to help work through that. So if this is anything, it is just permission to really take control of that. It's really important. The third, ooh, this is a fun one. This is a little bit more product-oriented. Okay, so I recorded a previous quickie actually kind of linking to this. So I'll cite it below, and it's all linked to energy mapping and where you find you kind of thrive the most energetically throughout the day or where you maybe find that you are most linked to your desire or you're feeling like you're getting in the mood. And so I'll link that episode because this is very, that exercise is very insightful to this number three point that I'm about to share with you, which is that I require a really dedicated nightly routine. 
So sleep is so important to me. I'm like not one of those people who can sleep four hours and then just get on with it. It really affects me if I don't get a certain number of hours of sleep. To center around that sleep, I really make sure to incorporate a process with certain products and rituals that help me to kind of get the best sleep that I can get. So first off, hard rule is to kind of get off my screens by around 7.30 or 8 p.m. I find that I'm not someone who does really well when I'm taking in a ton of content, like especially on social media right before I go to sleep. Also seeing all the blue light, it just really affects me. So screens and technology, I kind of try to like create a lot of boundaries around that, especially lately since everything is so digital and we don't have a lot of separation between work and life. That is really important. And then also routines that help me getting into my sleep hygiene is a few different things. First off, I love taking a CBD tincture. It's something that just kind of helps me to subtly calm down. I feel like it just regulates my nervous system really well. I personally don't like to take a ton of THC. So CBD is my thing. I also really like to just get my body to physically wind down as well. So I don't know if you guys have heard of dry brushing, but I love to dry brush my body. And I also love to jade roll. It's something that helped with my lymphatic drainage. And it also just gets me connected to my body and away from the digital world. I also like to play frequency soundscapes at times. So I'll just go on my Spotify and I'll just find some really nice calming soundscapes, whether that's just ocean noises or just different frequencies. And it just helps me kind of like get my head into just the things that I love. And one of those things is just nature and my own spirituality and connection to my sensuality. So this really helps me get into that headspace. And then I love to just moisturize. I use a moisturizer called Everyday Oil. I love oil-based moisturizers lately. They are so soothing and they smell delicious. All the smell and the sound and the physical touch is so helpful for me to wind down. And then when it comes to actual intimacy, actual sex going on. I definitely am a person who likes to have sex at night, preferably, um, just because I am such a morning person. I love to like get up and get the day started. So I find I am my most sensual at night. I do at times use a lubricant and my favorite is Necessaire. It is a water-based lubricant. And then when I do an oil-based lubricant, I use Uber Lube so fabulous. None of this is sponsored, by the way. I just love to share my favorite products. So that's it on the nightly routine situation. And I do encourage you to go check out the quickie that I'll have linked in the show notes, which is all about energy mapping. So if maybe you're a morning person or someone who likes to wind down at night, it's really nice to figure out where your energy lies throughout the day. And that will really help you to find out where you are your most sensual or maybe where you need to take care of yourself most. Tip number four. We kind of harped on tip number three for a while, but I'll try to move a little faster. Okay, tip number four is solo sex is an absolute must. I find that I am personally in relationships, I'm quite high desire. Um, So between my partnership, I have discovered that it's really important for me to incorporate self-pleasure for myself in some way, aside from intimacy with my partner. Current partner. So, my favorite way to 
do that is I usually use different vibrators. I have a few. My favorite is Le Wand Massager right now. And Dame Products is one of my favorite places to also get toys. So solo sex is a must. And it's definitely something that I think is really important to bring into relationship dynamics too. I think it's a pretty common situation that people feel that they're comfortable in when they are single or when they're dating. But I've noticed a lot of people tend to get pretty uncomfortable when masturbation is pulled into a relationship dynamic. I think a lot of people feel like that suddenly if they are are with a partner that they no longer need it or that their partner is supposed to serve all of their desires and all of their physical needs. That's definitely not the case. So I highly recommend bringing in self-pleasure into your own routine if you feel like it's kind of not been an important part of it lately. It's so great for relieving stress and it's definitely a conversation that you can bring up in a partnership. There can be a lot of fun and play incorporated in that. So, yep, that's my tip number four. And then tip number five is having check-ins. Check-ins between yourself and the important relationships in your life. So I think self-check-ins are so important just to be like, hey, how am I doing? Where am I at? Uh, What do I need? What's working? What's not working? This can be in your sex life. This can be between you and your mental health, your physical health. I think a lot comes up here. And my go-to here is to really journal it out. I'm someone who loves to write things out, free flow on a page, and a lot comes up for me. But sometimes it might be helpful to also talk it out with a friend too and just align. It can kind of be a nice way to catch up and also just check in where you both are at which kind of leads into relationship check-ins. I think especially if you are in a partnership, it's really important to have relationship check-ins. Just like, hey, how are you doing with everything How are we intimately, how can we facilitate bringing in desire or more novelty or more whatever into a relationship or what's really working? I think check-ins are so vital just so you guys can grow together and be on the same page. And the same goes with important friendships in your life. So those are my top five sexual wellness essentials. I hope that they kind of brought some light to not only my practice, but also allowed you to see and get insight into what your sexual wellness routine looks like currently, where it could go, how you could become more authentic and rooted into uh, and intentional into how you just serve yourself every single day. So to quickly recap, my tip number one is that I have a pleasure practice. Tip number two, I don't hesitate around physical or mental health. Three is that I require a nightly routine. Four, solo sex is a must. And five, relationship check-ins and self-check-ins are super important. With that said, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. There are so many ways that we can really bring joy through our practices, through our rituals into our lives that just make them so enriching in the everyday. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will catch you next. Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening.